Community Radio. All your friends are doing it. 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 Best frequencies forever. Shadow time. Noun. A parallel time scale that follows one around throughout day-to-day experience of regular time. Shadow time manifests as a feeling of living in two distinctly different temporal scales simultaneously or acute consciousness of the possibility that the near future will be drastically different than the present. That's what it looks like when it's recording. All those little things are the sound waves. So if you go like, if I go like that, it made that. If you go, oh, it made a bigger one. If you hold it up near your mouth, and you, can you say something? That's so cool. I like it. Hello, I'm Gwyneth and I'm six years old. Halloween is coming soon. You know that? Yes. Do you have an idea for a costume this year? I'm being a chipmunk. Oh, a chipmunk? Do you like being scared at all? No. <laughs> are, there, are there parts of Halloween that are too scary? Really? Or- Earlier in my life, I was really scared of witches, but now I once saw someone dressed up as a witch and they were a kind witch, and it was actually fun. Oh. I'm really scared of skeletons. Yeah, how do you feel when you see them? I mean, if I saw a kind one, maybe. How do you, how do you know, how do you know if it's kind? Uh, if it's a friend of mine. Oh, like you know them already? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do you feel when you're wearing a costume? Happy. Yeah? What do you think makes it fun? Um, that I get to choose it. And that I like what I'm being dressed up in. Mm-hmm. Not like if mom said, okay, you're being dressed up in a skeleton. <laughs> that would, you wouldn't be happy with that. No! So mom is not allowed to tell you what to wear. Nope. No. And she actually sometimes does. <gasps> mom. Yes, you do. <laughs> you tell me, like, you have to wear this sweatshirt. <laughs> or. But it's on costume day, she doesn't. No. No, so that's part of the fun is yeah. not being told what to wear. Yeah. And getting to be whatever you want. There's a difference between the costumes we wear every day, performing the roles we often aren't conscious of choosing, and actively choosing to play dress up, to question who we are or who we could be, to turn towards the lesser understood selves contained within, often only experienced through our projections onto other people, animals, and objects. Halloween, for those who participate, can offer an experience that's rare for most adults. Whether you choose to stay in the light or travel into the dark, it's all in the spirit of play. And even if costumes aren't your thing, do you have ways of challenging and playing with your concepts of self? Are the costumes of your daily life comfortable or are you starting to feel an itch? 
do you sometimes wonder if there are other yous left underexpressed?
Oh, that might have been a little premature. <laughs> I got so excited about stopping it just on time. Hey, this is Lily Sloan, and you're listening to Shadow Time on BFF.fm. That was Half a Wizard, Half a Witch by Melissa Laveau Lavo, um, from her 2022 album, Mama Forgot Her Name is Miracle. And you heard in the beginning there, my friend, my friend Gwynna talking about dressing up for Halloween. Today's show is featuring a wonderful interview I got to do with Carolyn Mount Fogg, who just released on the 14th a new haunting, wonderful Folktronica album, Spells of Silence. And so you're going to hear from Carolyn about the process of making that album and the kind of ideas around haunting that influenced that experience. And you're going to hear some of the music throughout. And I encourage you to uh, check it out on Bandcamp, make a purchase, pre-order a cassette or a vinyl copy. It's such an amazing album. But first, a couple more songs before we jump into that. Here is one of my favorite uh Halloween time songs. <laughs> um, Tiny Witch Hunter by Hen Ogled. And, um, oh, come on, just show me. Richard Dawson and Rodri Davies from the album Magic. That's magic with an O. <laughs> Thank you. 
listening to Shadow Time on BFF.fm. That was Tiny Witch Hunter. And now let's just get into this interview with Mount Fog. Mount Fog is a Seattle-based um, project uh, with incredible uh, employment of synthesizer, one of my favorite instruments, but also some, you know, acoustic elements like violin. And this new album, Spells of Silence, really captures something um, about haunting that is more internal, more existential. I guess all haunting's kind of existential, but hey, I didn't like write this ahead of time. <laughs> um, anyway, I just want you to hear what Carolyn has to say about her music because it's really... It's really special, and I really enjoyed having this conversation with her. So, enjoy. I had a very formative moment last summer when I was at this bay where the tide goes out and exposes like a mile of basically like worm paradise. There's just like sand and all these worms and these creepy like creatures in the water. And the tide goes out and it's just, they're just exposed. And I was exploring this landscape. And then the same day I was reading Edgar Allan Poe on the beach with this like very large book. And I don't know, in my mind, that's kind of how this gothic horror water thing got forged and I didn't really realize it until like recently but that, the album has a lot of like water themes and also a lot of like horror themes and I think that's kind of where it all started. <laughs> I'm Carolyn. I'm also Mount Fog. I live in Seattle. I'm found in Seattle and I'm releasing an album called Spells of Silence on October 14th.
myself in a large house, a dreamscape architecture. I open doors to find a hallway that loops back on itself. Mirrors in which I see my reflection, but I know that it's not me. Blue-green light flickers, but as though it's traveled through water. There's a swirling cosmic vortex in one hallway. Do I jump in? Is the unknown better than the known horrific? It's dark. Occasionally, the muted sounds of a symphony reach me. The husky voice of a violin that sounds like it's within the walls. Snippets of conversation, but I can't catch the words. Echoes of a world beyond these walls. used to be into Harry Potter as a child. I'm, I'm not anymore for various reasons, but the whole concept of like a horcrux where you like put part of yourself into like a physical object and then it kind of stores it for you. There's other things in fantasy literature that are like the same as that. But I kind of feel like my album is a little bit like that. You know, I've released some singles from it. I'm releasing the album soon. And it just feels really personal. Like I feel like I'm like opening up. There's like a little like, door and I'm like, hello. <laughs> I've definitely been scarier things, but it does feel very much like the most personal thing that I've like put out. It's like, it's like almost like publishing your diary. full-time job and I like do music and like but that the music part of my life feels more like me and that the other part of my life feels more like a performance and I think like the older you get the more you realize like how much you're performing yourself out in the world 
as a person, you've got a lot of different voice. I've got a lot of different voices in my head, and a lot of my internal monologue is not a monologue; it's a dialogue between at least two different voices. I think. It's just the different parts of me kind of expressing themselves. I think especially during the pandemic when we've had so much time alone and so much time to like be introspective, you start trying to reconcile all those different versions of yourself. <laughs> I'm really horrible at file management and I, I'm not great at like labeling all my stems when I'm making these tracks. A lot of the tracks were called things like Ghost One or like, you know, Haunting Four. A lot of this album is kind of about haunting. There's this podcast I listen to that's all about horror movies. And one of the things I said on, a, on an episode a while ago was haunting is just temporal dislocation. I think that kind of thinking about all the different versions of yourself, like your past self, your future self, the self you are now, like they all kind of like coexist. There's a sort of auto like self haunting that's happening at all times. At the same time with just this profusion of images and information and noise that we get from technology, you're kind of like consistently haunted by everything that's ever happened. And the fact that like in a day's time, the thing you did today is going to exist in some form like on the internet. So at the same time, how meaningless so much of that is Within all of that, you're like trying to figure out something meaningful in your life. So a lot of this album kind of arose from the tension of wanting to express myself slash anyone wanting to express themselves, but also feeling simultaneously like everything that I've ever wanted to say has probably been said in some form or another. It's not explicitly like a ghost haunting, but it's more of like that historical haunting that happens and that is magnified by the technology that we exist with. I mean, I, I say a lot about this album that it's a haunted house album, and I mean that in not sort of like a hokey, you know, Halloween sense, but you could, you mean, of course, think of it that way, because I love Halloween, but it's more like this idea that you're sort of trapped in this house of like noises and things that don't really seem to connect to anything else. Haunting is a temporal dislocation and just realizing that, yeah, you're always haunted by all these versions of yourself, trying to reconcile them. songs are about projecting oneself onto inanimate objects and the sort of relief that you get by 
you know, exiting your human body. <laughs> Projecting yourself onto these epic landscapes. I am the water. I am the daughter. contrast with the fact that we are on a typical day very inside like very much hemmed in by like the culture by like living in this capitalistic hellscape <laughs> the relief of like being able to project yourself onto onto a landscape onto this inanimate object onto something that you'll never be able to be I think there's something kind of calming and nice about remembering that like our version of consciousness, even though we're obsessed with it, there's other versions of consciousness out there. Could I be? My first instrument was violin and I grew up playing violin. I feel like I had like a very Victorian child upbringing. It was just a lot of drawing, illustration. My mom always said, you can practice, draw, or read. But 99% of the album is made with my, my one synthesizer. <laughs> Violin is, I had a, I have a fraught relationship with it and I just kind of realized that it's this beautiful texture. And I really viewed the violin more as a texture on this album rather than like a melodic component. There's not that much melody that happens with it, but there's these little sound effects that I thought were spooky and sort of evoked this feeling that you're in a house alone, but you're not really alone. <laughs>
think the last few years, just growing older, and I think growing up and doing music and then leaving it for a really long time and coming back to it, I have a fear that I'll never create anything like beautiful and beyond myself. I think a lot of people seek some project of immortality, and I, I think it's just this fear of being sort of mediocre and just not really grabbing life and like doing what I can with it. But also at the same time, like realizing that every person ever has always had the fear of their own mortality, and like ultimately that's what it is. my primary source of therapy. <laughs> it's definitely a process of understanding and soothing. I actually think resolution is really overrated. I think, especially in this world, you've got to hold two opposite things in both hands. I found some certain personal strength in being able to be okay with not resolving things. I mean, it comes back to like, you know, the, the self-haunting, unfinished business. I mean, that's kind of like <laughs> the nature of not resolving things. It's like, I do have unfinished business with my past self, surely with my future self, definitely with my present self. So I think if you're always trying to tie up loose ends, you'll drive yourself mad. Or you'll just have to confine yourself to such a narrow slice of existence that you might find that a little boring. Don't 
I just think more people should throw themselves into the haphazard world of creation and not feel held back by needing to look a certain way or sound a certain way or be polished or be produced or whatever. I just wish there was more space in our culture for just casual creativity because I think it's actually like really liberatory and important. A lot of times we focus on the finished product and I guess the thing I wish people asked me is more about the practice of every day just making music because that's been super important to me. I've got this little thing inside me and I gotta like do something every day with it. Show
You're listening to BFF.FM. This is Shadow Time, and I am Lily Sloan. You just heard a interview with Carolyn of Mount Fog, who just put out a new album, The Spells of Silence. If you want to support the artist, I recommend going to her band camp, uh, which is linked in the show notes, as well as her social medias. Um, on the band camp, you can purchase a digital copy of the album, but you can also order it on cassette tape and you can order it on vinyl. So, um, you know, those are those are uh, supportive options and also fun options that I get excited about. Um, thank you so much for listening and being here on this particular uh, journey in the third installment of Sha- of uh, Shadow Times Halloween. Oh, I, my voice caught Halloween. Okay, there we go. Um, that final song there was the the song "Vow of Silence" from Spells of Silence. Um, oh no, 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 no! It wasn't. It was "I Am the Sea, You Are the Clouds." So, such just such evocative music. So I'm really glad I got to speak to Carolyn and got to share that with you. Uh, let's listen to a little more music. And um, while you're listening, I recommend going to BFF.FM and making a donation to help keep great community radio happening and help us in our endeavors to be in connection with and supporting indie artists. Here is Angst, new from Jockstrap. Thank you. 
This is wild, she said. This is it. This is madness. Don't you love it? Her lot's gonna change. We'll hear it, better believe it. Let it sink in as his Titanic rises. And the sun streams in as you're here hard on the floor behind the locked door. And I'm ringed around your neck. He thinks you float, but you don't.
congregation Each one has a horror dress Out with highfalutin language Suggestions for Halloween by my buddy Martin Palebird, as his musical name goes, um, from Year of the Bird, Volume Four. Just these volumes of songs are uh, in which a year in which he wrote, I believe, was it a song a day, a song a week? I think it's a song a day. Anyway, that one's great because it's. It's just all about dressing up as your greatest fear for Halloween, which is a way to approach Halloween dress up that I really enjoy. And just, you know, again, kind of wrapping it back around to the idea of these multiple selves within us that we're reconciling with all the time. Before that was a spooky one from Julia Holter, Horns Surrounding Me. And opening up that set was Angst by Jockstrap from their new album, I Love You, Jennifer B. It's been so wonderful to get to share my conversation with Mount Fogg with you today. Definitely check out the show notes. Find them on Bandcamp and all the streaming places and on the social medias. And now you have a new favorite uh, indie artist, right? Um, next week, we're going to end Halloween month with uh, a ode to ghosts. So I have collected, <clears throat> with the help of my wonderful audio producer friend, Evan Roberts, um, actually he collected most of them, 
some ghost stories from people, people who have their own experiences. And I am really excited to share them with you amidst some an excellent ghost playlist. So tune in. That kind of stuff scares you. Maybe don't. But if you like being a little bit scared, maybe do. Um, I'm going to close out today's show with something excellent from Polly Scattergood. This is In the Absence of Light from the In the Absence of Light EP. In the absence of light, can you say that I'm blind? Can be measured 
Severed into the blackness we go. 